1: All right, Joe Cameron, John Ritchie here, our first day in the new morning show. Of course, replacing uh, Angelo and Al and, and Jonesy and the whole crew. We got Rhea with us, we got Celso with us, and we got someone who's going to be a regular contributor on our show, primarily in football season, but you'll be hearing them from time to time in the offseason as well. Unfortunately, it is the offseason, and unfortunately, the offseason started with a thud, the clock hitting zero, and a lot of tears as the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, and for more, we turn to our pal Ron Jaworski. How you doing, Jaws?
2: Fantastic, Joe. Great to hear your voice early in the morning. Uh, I'm looking forward to working with you and your great team all off season and regular season long.
1: Jaws, it's going to be a blast. By the way, wait till you hear Rodney McLeod in here tomorrow, Jaws. Rodney's going to be with us from 7 to 10 a.m., and he is going to be spectacular. Um, I will tune in. Yeah, he's going to be great. So, Jaws, let's get to it here, man. I mean, simple question to start, because John and I have not talked to you since the game ended. Now it's eight days later. Do you feel any better yet, or do you feel the same as you did eight days ago?
2: I probably feel worse, uh, quite honestly. Um, you know, normally, uh, Joe, you've been around me long enough. I subscribe to that uh, 24-hour rule, 24 hours after the game, let it go. You know, John knows that's an old player mentality. You can't let it linger. Uh, but since it was the Super Bowl, I didn't get back until Monday night, so I hadn't looked at the tape yet. So I get up Tuesday morning, I plug in the tape and the All-22, and I'm just going through the game in three, four hours, looking at every play over and over again. After it, I'd, I I kind of still felt lousy. Wednesday morning, I got up, looked at the tape again for three or four hours, trying to, trying to get a, a real handle on, on what happened in this game. And it was it, it, it it's hard to let it go. And you said it just before I came on. I still believe the Eagles were the better team. Mm-hmm. Were the better team. They just didn't win the football game. There are plenty of reasons why.
1: So let's get to those reasons, Jaws. It, it, you know, I know you got the Jaws Big Board of quarterback attributes and what matters most right on down the line. So what? in your opinion, are the main reasons, and what is the main reason why the Eagles lost the game?
2: If, if, if I would, there's never one thing. I always, I always you know, use that statement. Never one thing costs you a ball game, but if, if, I, if I would have to single it out, the pass rush. Um, that really was the key to the game. And it's, it's been kind of the hallmark of the Eagles' defense all season long, the ability to rush the quarterback. But when you give Andy Reid two weeks to prepare his team for the Eagles defense, he did a terrific job. I mean, they were pretty much a maximum protection uh, scheme the whole game. And normally in the regular season and in the playoffs, Andy always wanted to get five receivers out quick. Patrick Mahomes making plays down the field. Well, that they, they flipped the script on that. They went to maximum pro. The backs were chipping before they went out. The tight end stayed in the block. And they stayed on schedule. Their average third down was five yards. And, and, you know, they didn't get Mahomes in those, in those situations where they could turn the rush loose. They had to still be conservative because it was five yards or less. So they stayed on schedule. So I think those were the two big things. Andy's game plan, understanding how to slow down the Eagles' pass rush and stay on schedule.
0: How well did our coaches coach, Ron?
2: Well, I think offensively we were fantastic. I, I, I thought that the offense was, was spot on. I mean, I mean, every position, you know, probably the one negative play was – was Jalen's fumble to return for a touchdown. Other than that, Jalen was sensational throughout the game. Mm -hmm. I thought the offense was was really good. And uh, Steve Spagnuolo did a really good job. I mean, he picked up his blitz tempo, as we all know Spags from his days here with Jimmy Johnson, the Eagles defense, very creative. And he was creative, but Jalen was sharp. He picked him up. The receivers were sharp. The offensive line was good. I mean, offensively, we were very, very good. Very good in picking up the blitz. Very, very good in understanding what – Spags is trying to do because he's he's good, but our our offensive group was much better in this game. And and you know when you look at, at the Chiefs' defense, um you know they're, they're it's a vulnerable defense, and we did take advantage of them. Mm-hmm.
0: So, how do you compare the quarterbacks? I know Patrick Mahomes won the MVP. How did Jalen play comparatively?
2: Well, they they kind of they kind of played differently in this game. As I said, you look at Kansas City. Uh, they were normally in a, in a team with five wide, get them out and attack the defense. It was a much more conserved approach. In fact, in, in the second half, they ran the ball quite a bit, which yeah. we all are, you know, our eyebrows go up when we think of Andy Reid and running the football. They ran the football and stayed, and they stayed on schedule. And, you know, the, the fact that we could not get uh, two Mahomes really was the big difference. I, I, I think it wasn't, you know, we've heard so much about the field. And there's, there's every person that criticizes the field is correct. Um, the field was awful. It negated the Eagles' pass rush, but that's not the reason. That's not the reason the Eagles lost the game. But it certainly was an equalizer in that regard. And um, you know, it, it 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 just boggles my mind in a game of this stature, the Super Bowl. The field is not in better shape, and especially. And why I say it impacted the Eagles a little more. Our edge rushers are benders. And, and, you know, they turn that corner, they dip that shoulder, and they get their body angle at a 45 degrees. And if you don't have your if you if you, if you have a good turf. You can plant and make that move. If the field is bad like it was, you can't get on that 45-degree as because your feet go right out from under you. And, when, and John, you know, and, and Joe, when you look at the All-22, you see 22 players in every single play. And it was remarkable the number of players that were slipping and sliding and falling down. And in, in defense of maybe the Chiefs arguing on this, I can tell you this, Travis Kelsey – was running around, so he'd plant his foot in the ground and he'd be flopping on the ground. So he couldn't dig those cleats in the ground. So yeah. it was bad for both teams.
1: So it certainly was. But Jaws, let's just lay it bare, gut feeling. If it's yep. a normal football field, who wins the football game?
2: I think the Eagles win the game.
1: I agree with you. And Jaws, yep. that's why I believe when I say the Eagles blew it, but I also say you know the refs and the league sort of took it from the Eagles. That's bingo. I mean. I just I'll Joe, I'll never get over that I will never get over the fact what you just said I agree with you on a normal field the Philadelphia Eagles would have won the Super Bowl
2: but 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 Joe we, we also made mistakes that are unacceptable I agree so the, the that's fair lay up touchdown passes you know late in the game you can't make those mental mistakes or physical mistakes you know Again, there's communication that guys in the secondary are always making. But, but it was man coverage, or as I, as I like to call it, got coverage. You got him, you got him, you got him, and you got him to no matter where he goes. And I, how we can mess that up, I don't know. Just, communication you... certainly comes into play. I don't know what the communication was like while that play sure. was going on on the field. But you can't give up two laps to – to a team like the Kansas City Chiefs, you got to make them earn every inch, and we didn't in those particular situations. Totally. we got to be better than that. Ron Jaworski with champion.
1: us. Ron Jaworski with us. Jaws, have you seen anything? Because I know you dissect the tape every which way. Have you seen anything to indicate that Devontae Smith's catch, catch, should should have been overturned?
2: <laughs> There's a in you coming out. So...
1: <laughs> I mean, Jaws, I've looked at this thing. I just I... don't see anything that says – yeah, there's enough evidence to overturn it.
2: Yeah, I I, I would agree. I, uh, you know, I I, I we, we all looked at it. You know, the referees looked at it. It was you know a long, long review. Um, I I thought originally it was a catch. I thought you know in the first replay I thought it was a catch. I I will admit though I thought I saw when that ball hit the ground I did detect a little bit of movement, but not enough in my opinion, as you're just saying, to overturn the call.
0: Jaws, how can this loss make the Eagles better?
2: Um. I, you know, I, I think I think you have to forget about it. You know, and, 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 and John, I can, I can probably give you, the, you know, the best example, uh, our our Super Bowl in 15, in Super Bowl 15. Mm-hmm. You know, we were seven-point favorites. We were the better team than the Raiders. We lost. We lost. But we felt, I, I think it's a lot like these guys feel right now. They're a good young team. You know, you're going to be together for a few more years. Hey, okay, we lost. We're ticked off. We're upset. We're all, like, we all are right now. But there's a... You immediately flip the script and go to the pause, hey, we're good, we're young, we'll be back next year. And our 80 our team went 6-0 to start the season, and all of a sudden some injuries piled up. We made the playoffs, we got knocked out in the first round. So you kind of use the loss as the impetus to motivate you for the next season, but at the end of it, it it's starting all over again. It's hard. It is really, it, it, no matter how good you are, it is still hard. And it's a good young team. There's some holes that need to be filled. There's a lot of free agents, how he's got his work cut out for him. But I think the core the core team is here where this team's going to be in a position to make a run for the next four or five years.
0: Jaws, how do you feel about the Vance Joseph possibility? The word is he's interviewing for the defensive coordinator spot for this team today.
2: Yes, I, the thing I've learned, John, is there's a lot of really good coaches out there in this league, a lot of them. Um, I've known Vance Joseph from his days uh, back in – Cincinnati, working with Paul Gunther and the staff in, in 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 Cincinnati, it's kind of interesting. Paul Gunther's name has not been mentioned as a possible. I'm sh-
1: Jaws. I'm shocked. I said yeah. it last week on the show. I mean, he lives here. He took a year off.
2: Yeah, he's from yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, he's had a you know eighteen, nineteen year run as an outstanding defensive coordinator. I know he's spending his time down in, in Seattle now. He took a year off because he was being paid by the Minnesota Vikings when that whole staff got let go with Mike Zimmer, and he's out. By, I I spoke to Paul, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and he he has ho- talked to a number of, number of people, but um, nothing has happened yet.
1: Ron Jaworski with us. Joe's the off season. Tons of decisions for Howie. Hurts is obviously going to get paid. It's just a matter of how much. Who, in your opinion, is the Eagles' free agent that is the most important to keep?
2: Wow, <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, my quick knee jerk reaction to that is Bradbury. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, because I I think the way the secondary played this year was much improved. I think he had a lot to do with it. Um, I think he's going to be hard to keep because I think there's always such a demand for uh, corners in in this league. They might be hard, but I I think he's played well enough to deserve that opportunity again.
1: Does your answer change if I tell you Bradbury's 30 and C.J. Gardner-Johnson's
2: 25? I I would put C.J. Gardner in in that same mix. C.J. Gardner, I mean uh, – He's a really good player. He's a good guesser. I saw him get beat a lot, too. So, um, But I put him in that mix.
1: Jaws, one, one more here, and we appreciate, again, your time. Roger uh, Wors- no
2: problem. I'm looking forward to this, Joe.
1: <laughs> this is going to be great. So, Jaws, let me flip it to not great. And I'm just curious if you've thought about this and what your reaction is to this. Um, most people have probably not thought about this. The Eagles have never had a player who has lost – a Super Bowl with the Eagles, who has ever played in another Super Bowl with the Eagles? The two prior losses, 80, your squad, oh four, 4 McNabb, T.O., Doc, neither squad got back. Have you ever thought of that and put another way to get back there?
2: No, well, it is incredibly difficult, Joe. This, this, this league is built – to knock down the winners, the league, the structure of the league is. When you get the 32nd pick in the draft, you know, every, everything is in, in the National Football League is based on equality. You want, you, know, you want every team to be competitive every single week. And, hey, let's be real about this. The league has done a really good job of being competitive uh, every single week, every single year. You never know who's going to, you know, come to the bottom of the pack and get to the top of the pack. You've had runs of teams from, uh, you know, the Steelers, the, the Cowboys, the 49ers, now the Chiefs are in their run. You know, the, it just evolves. It's very, very difficult to develop a team where you you maintain that longevity for a long period of time. And, hey, that's why, why so much – as good as how he was last year, there's pressure on him to keep it going now. No question. I think what he's developed here is a good young team, multiple draft choices. There's going to be tough decisions. You know, there's going to be some – some guys that we love and have enjoyed watching play, they're going to be gone. That's just the nature of the business. The average career in the National Football League is 3.1 years. 3.1. Think of that. So, think – most guys don't even sniff the second contract. So, there's always a tremendous amount of turnover.
1: It's incredible. Listen, this this team obviously still has a shot, but they gotta they got to defy the past to, to get back there, and I hope they do.
2: Jaws hey, make, hey, Joe, I, but I'll yeah. tell you, you know, the, 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 we, we kind of brush over these coaching decisions. Yep. A unified coaching staff is so important. You know, we we saw it going from year one to year two with this Eagles staff, where there were literally no changes in the coaching staff, I mean, it was a seamless transition from Nick's first year to his second year. All of a sudden, I, I've been in those situations where we lost coaches, and hey, it, it's a big difference. So I, I don't want to just brush that aside. Hey, we lose Gannon, we lose Steichen, we're going to lose other guys. The, the, you got you better fill the holes properly yeah. and, and get the right chemistry on that coaching staff because that's who the players really, really look up to.
1: So, Charles, let's just tackle this, and then we'll wrap. Just for the people out there that think Gannon stinks, and that's a lot of people, what's your message to the people that think Jonathan Gannon was the bad defensive coordinator?
2: I think that'd be, you know, that's a knee-jerk, quick assessment, and I think we look back to last season, the first seven games, when the defense was very bad, and it was very vanilla. But I thought this season, hey, you know, this is just my opinion, Joe. You know, I base it on what I see, not likes or dislikes of people or staffs or whatever, and what the defense does. This defense was very good. It had a very good mix of man-to-man coverage, zone coverage. They were well disguised. They didn't give away the, what they were doing pre-snap. I thought they had a lot of different looks as far as their blitz schemes go. Their, their, their designer blitzes where he, you know they come from one side and some guys drop out. Just, you know, Disguise their coverages to the quarterback. I thought overall the scheme was very, very good. I thought the performance was very, very good. And I don't think you could blame it on Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan I thought he got. I thought the defense was very good this
1: year. Thank you for an awesome season with us. Essentially, in the midday show, wrapping it up on the on the new morning show, and and Jaws, we look forward to so many more years with you and being a big part of this. Thanks, Jaws. It's
2: going to be a blast, guys. Look forward to it. Get ready for the draft.
1: There it is. Thanks. Yeah, uh, you got it, Ron Jaworski, and before the draft, free agency. I mean that it's going to be a buffalo free agency. They have some big decisions to make. Yeah, big decisions, and then the draft. Thereafter. And by the way, one does relate to the other. If they feel they can get a cornerback at ten, then maybe they're more inclined to let Bradbury go. If they think they can't get a corner at ten, then maybe they're more inclined to keep Bradbury. So it's kind of a puzzle how he's gotta
0: obviously. Maybe figure they it out. want to trade a pick for a player on a contract. Like there's sure. all kinds of all of that. Yeah. All of that. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.